This isn't for your eyes. Welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Groovy Ghoulies podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mr. Reese Griffiths, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. David White. Hello. Uh, so, here we go, another episode. Another episode. Uh, Dracula, we're dipping into 1931's Dracula. 1931, 90 years ago. Yeah, it's, I was trying to, uh, for anybody that doesn't pay attention to our Instagram account, I posted up a story where my son watched it with me, who is seven. And I had to try and explain to him just how old it was. And to children, time scale is a very mm, yeah. foreign concept. So yeah, I had to explain that it was made before I was born, before my parents, his grandparents were born, yeah. and before his great-grandparents were born. Yeah. <laughs> That's how old this film was. Um, but yeah. We'll get into a bit more on Dracula and our future dives into Universal Monsters series uh, after we have a quick roundup of all the exciting shit we've been up to. Exciting stuff. (laughs) Have you been up to anything exciting, Dave? Uh, No. No. No, I haven't. No, me. No. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! It's like a running theme. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, Dracula. Um, but no, um, let's start with music this week, shall we? Sure. What music have you been, have you been listening to? Um, I have suns out, scars out for me. Oh, nice. Uh, I've been like, as part of my, um, I've been taking some influence from, uh, Mr. Kelly. Yeah. Our buddy over on Instagram and regular listener. Hello, Andy. Hello, Andy. Um, and I'm making a conscious effort to try and shift some of this lockdown timber. Right. So been going for an extended walk okay. with a dog. Yeah. So not just a quick take her out empty, throw a ball back, but a lengthy stroll. Okay. Um, and so, of course, I've been going out and the sun's out. And what better music to sort of pop along to than some scar? Fair enough. Um, so I've been listening to stuff like The Slackers. Yeah. I mean, mostly the slackers. <laughs> Just, yeah. Um, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not a massive Scar yeah, guy. Yeah, I've never been that into Scar, in all fairness. But, like, 
I don't know. I like some of the more two tony yeah, scar yeah. stuff. Yeah. Two tony scar stuff. Scar is two tone. I don't even know. What, I like some fucking scar music. All right. I, don't I mean, the same as anything. I like some songs. I don't like other songs. Exactly. You know? yeah. There's some stuff that I really can't get on with. There's other stuff I quite like. The slackers yeah. I quite like. Okay. So I've been listening to uh, the slackers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? What have you been listening to, Dave? Uh, I've just been listening to. I've dipped back into Nick Cave because nice. I go for. I regularly sort of fall off and then get back into it, you know. Yeah. And I've been listening to a band called Portrayal of Guilt, which are pretty good. Nice. Um, metal, pretty much, you know, standard, standard, <laughs> yeah, standard metal standard stuff. But yeah, no, uh, Trail of Guilt are fucking awesome. I would highly recommend checking them out. I shall have a gander and add them to my Spotify playlist. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I must have listened to something else. Yeah. I must have been listening to something else lately. And the other, I sad. I completely forgot to do the playlist. Playlist here. So yeah, apologies for that. <laughs> <laughs> I have been listening yeah. to some 90s hip hop as well because nice. Amy's been banding around the idea of getting guinea pigs, right? Right. And the names of the guinea pigs, yeah, we're thinking of 90s rappers, okay? Right. So Piggy Smalls. Piggy Smalls, nice, I like right? it. And obviously then we could sort of, we could change that to Notorious P.I.G. Yeah. <laughs> After a year or so. <laughs> and we kind of hit a stumbling block there then, you know, of like, of more pig names related to 90s hip hop. So yeah, I, I've, yeah, I've just been listening to some of that. Snoop Guinea Piggy. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. We did think of Snoop Piggy Pig, but Snoop Guinea Piggy is much better. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> um. <laughs> Boom, there yeah, we are, coming nice. to save the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I wanted to do like a Biggie and Tupac thing, you know, but Tupac yeah. doesn't really work into a guinea pig theme. No. Uh, what do you got for like 90s rappers? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's tricky. Fucking yeah. the works for like a guinea pig name. Yeah, exactly. Like Buster Ryan's going to work for a guinea pig name. Uh, you got like ODB from Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, yeah. You could have like Old Dirty Old Guinea. Dirty pig. <laughs> Old Dirty Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, ODP, I like that. Yeah, you got like Warren G, uh, Warren Guinea Pig, Warren, 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 Warren G, Warren, Warren for Guinea Pig. Yeah. Warren, you could just call him Warren G. It's <laughs> like super lazy. You only got any luck. What's the yeah. G stand for? Yeah. Well, Guinea Pig, you stupid motherfucker. What do you think it is? <laughs> um, I mean, I should probably find out. This is just an idea at this point. We aren't actually going to get any. Yeah. In the near future, but... No, the naming part is always the best part. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite happy with Notorious P.I.G. in all fairness. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to a bit of my <clears throat> 90s hip-hop. Uh, I don't know why. I, I think I was potting around the other day, and there was a song that come on, like, Spotify on, like, a generated playlist. Yeah. And it was one that I remember listening to as a pup at like discos and stuff. Mm. Um, Mace feels so good, and it's the one that's got like the chorus that's going bad, 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 bad boy. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Singing, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that one. <clears throat> and uh, I was like, oh man, that song slaps yeah, yeah. even today, <laughs> as the kids say, slaps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
So I was like, yeah, cool. I'm going to dip into like other 90s hip-hop stuff. And I realized outside of the stuff that was in the charts, like I haven't got a fucking clue about yeah, most yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, I did come across a dude called Dick Dastardly, okay. who's apparently a hip-hop artist out of Cardiff. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, it stuff's pretty good. Mm. It's like, <clears throat> I don't know. He's rapping, obviously. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot more. It's not just beats. Yeah. They're like, you know, usually there's the, the song and they rap over the song. Yeah. There's like mix tables in there. So like he's sampling stuff okay. and like dipping stuff in and, you yeah. know, scratching of the records and stuff. Oh, Proper nice. old school, cool shit. Yeah. We should probably um, clarify this point that this is like far beyond our usual yeah, <laughs> a realm of expertise, should we say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah we've probably got a lot of things wrong in all of those sentences it's one of those uh, yeah if you like it you like it yeah, and yeah. yeah there's some like some songs I others. guess call hip hop tracks yeah, yeah. that I like yeah. <laughs> I gotta get somebody telling me after it's not hip hop and it's something else yeah probably but yeah whatever yeah, um, yeah. Uh, TV wise have you watching anything on the old goggle box um, what have we been watching Nothing other than Line of Duty, really. The yeah. new series of Line of Duty's out, and I fucking love it. Whoosh! Yes. It's good. Well, Keith. It's good stuff. Hasn't he got the dude out of two pints of lager and a pack of crisps in it? I think it did, at one point. Right. Like one season. A lot of people die. So right. He probably did die at some stage. In the Line of Duty. In the Line of Duty, exactly, yeah. Yeah. I could go wrong with that. I mean, what better way to go out? Exactly. No, it's a good show, man. I'm really, really digging it. Um, yeah. Other than that, no, just watching like repeats of Modern Family and shit. I did start watching the X Files again last night on Disney Plus. Nice. So yeah. Is Amy dipping in with that because she stated before that she's not really keen on the idea of X Files because it's too spooky? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't think she's gonna sort of dip into it with me. To be fair, but no. <laughs> I'm gonna try. You know, it's a good show, man. You know. It's an amazing show. Yeah, exactly. It's like one of my top five TV shows ever. Yeah, totally. I think it's fucking great, except for the last couple of seasons. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. When, was Scully, like, not in it for the last couple of seasons? Yeah, I think she, like, fucked off and Mulder went, disappeared in the forest somewhere and you had two new agents. Yeah, I guess I'm enough then. Yeah. And then they come back and there's, like, a big reveal and then there was the event where X-Files came back after several years with Scully and Mulder back. Wasn't that good? But I think she's basically turned around and said, "Look, I don't give a fuck how much you pay me. I'm not doing it. I've had enough." That's fair enough. Um, yeah. I mean, we got good. I got like nine seasons out of it. So. And um, did you know David Duchovny is a fucking musical artist? Fuck, I didn't know that. No. <laughs> you have a look on Spotify. Yeah. He is uh, what could best be described as like a country folk rock singer. No way. <laughs> yeah boy Fuck he's man. got his little guitar out and he sings his little ballads shut up yes found him <laughs> <laughs> following that dude I'd be checking him out definitely yeah That's it's amazing. not bad but it's not something I would usually listen to by any means oh shit he's got a new single out as well oosh he's Playing not messing around tracks. yeah man keeping himself busy be checking that shit out he's obviously got a fan base <laughs> sweet man um, yeah what about you with TV been watching it? 
Um, nothing of any fucking note, I don't think. Like, um, mostly just fucking filler shit. Yeah. So some stuff on Netflix, you know. Um, what's the animated police one? Oh, um, Paradise PD? That's the one. Yeah. There's a new season of that, and I dipped into a couple episodes of that. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes, we watched the new season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And... Simpsons, I think, is all we got on the go at the moment. Oh, okay. Because the kids are very much into Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Eh. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing of any note. Yeah. We um we checked out the Birds of Prey film the other day. Oh, the Harley Quinn one? Yeah, yeah. It was what pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was way better than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way everybody went on about it, I thought it was going to be like an absolute fucking car crash. Yeah. But um, no, I thought it was yeah, really no, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, use of colour in it is fantastic. I think yeah, you mentioned I that before, it, didn't you? It looks really good. Um, I think possibly I saw something online where the director come out and said that like the studio really fucked with it and wanted it to be like a Deadpool esque type film, okay, rather than what he was aiming for, which was like this actual story of fucking broken hearted. Yeah, lonely yeah. crazy person but I might be making that up I don't know I struggle to tell what is real and what is fantasy <laughs> these days <clears throat> lockdown man is messing with your mind <laughs> yeah blurring just, the lines between dream and reality in between like this haze of just my life where I seem to do stuff and stuff happens yeah. I sometimes think things have happened that haven't happened but that's because they've happened in my dreams yeah and it's all becoming this weird fog yeah. where it's all a bit weird. Yeah. I, I really uh, remember my dreams. I, 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 I wake up with like an inkling what I was about like the other day. I had a dream about VAT. Right. Don't know why. Don't know what the context was. I just remember no, waking up thinking. Bad. Bit of a strange one. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I try and make a conscious effort. Like, I don't know, for a long time, I think a really, 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 really long time ago, mm. I had this really bizarre dream where I won't say who it was. Yeah. But somebody we know, um, I can't remember the rest of the context of this dream outside right. of this one specific thing, okay. where um, <clears throat> I think we'd gone out on the piss. I think you were also in this dream. Yeah. And we'd gone back to this person's house, like we've done on numerous occasions. Yeah. And like, it was the following morning or whatever, and she was getting ready to go to work, mm. this female in question. And she was using a toothbrush to clean her vagina. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like... Like, you know, sexually stimulating herself. She was actually just cleaning with a toothbrush, which I thought was really bizarre. So when I woke up, I was like, what the fuck is that about? And so I kind of Googled what does cleaning a vagina with a toothbrush mean in a dream? (laughs) Because I'm curious as to how the mind works, right? I'm a curious motherfucker. Um, And I can't remember what it means. um, But I still remember that to this day, part of this dream. Okay. Um, so I've taken a sort of bizarre interest in my dreams where like I try and consciously like as soon as I wake up I'm like right who was in it what happened what was going on and I try and like see what the experts say and kind of try and break it down a bit to see what's what yeah Um, but most of it is just like nonsense like yeah to be honest I just like wake up go oh that was weird and then can't remember my day Yeah. <laughs> I try not to dwell on it too long. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't like keep like a filing system which is like full of reports and I, I don't cross reference like, like a oh, dream journal. Dream. 24C from yeah. 2008 matches the basic concept of yeah. Dream 24D you from 2019. you got like a massive corkboard in your bedroom with all these like post-it notes <laughs> on it. Light, yeah, yeah. yeah. This dream had poo in it and this dream <laughs> had poo in it and these other things happened and this stuff happened and this dream had somebody cleaning their vagina with a toothbrush and this one had a b- vagina toothbrush. Speaking toothbrush of... Um, vagina thing. I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of dreams with poo in them, didn't you have one of those recently? <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> That was another really bizarre dream that I remember quite a lot about, considering it was several days ago. Yeah, I think it must it had something to do with going to our tangent because we were going to a festival. Yeah. And again, it was me, you, and um, uh, Madam Mim Tattoos, Amy from Raging Swan yeah. Tattoo. And we were all going to some festival somewhere. And basically, the long and short of it, you know, get to all the good gross bits um we'd stopped off at the services i needed a poo you needed a poo we went to go to the toilet for some reason amy came in the toilet with us and was sat like in the same cubicle i was in where i was going for a poo yeah. which is weird because i'm a bit funny about going for a shit let alone going for a shit in front of somebody yeah yeah no i'm weird about that as well and you were in the cubicle next to me which again would never usually happen because yeah, yeah. I like to space myself yeah. out as yeah. far away as possible yeah. from I don't want people hearing me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. um, but no, I'm like pooing and then like, I'm all like, okay, thanks for keeping the door open. I'm ready to wipe my ass now so you can leave. <laughs> so Amy's left with you because you've obviously finished and wiped your bum. Yeah. And I'm trying to wipe my ass, but I'm trying to hold the door shut. So I'm trying to wipe my ass and I'm running out of tissue and people are asking, am I okay? Because I'm essentially holding onto the door with one hand and like trying to wipe my ass. Oh no, looking off toilet paper. And uh, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm fine. I just just run out of toilet paper. If you make noises like that, I'm not surprised you like space yourself out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So I kind of pulled up my trousers and like hobbled over to the next toilet. And again, same thing, trying to wipe my ass with the door shut this time. Mm. And, like, the cleaners have come in and I'm making a racket because I'm, like, still trying to... I'm, like, getting annoyed that, like, I cannot get my ass clean despite yeah. how much I'm wiping it. They're all, oh, are you okay? And I'm, like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And, like, I hobble off into the next cubicle over. Yeah. <clears throat> I, like, reach for the toilet paper. I accidentally put my hand in the toilet brush holder, which is full of, like, shitty water. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got, like, a hand covered in other people's shit. And I'm like yakking <laughs> as I'm also trying to wipe my ass still because it's still not fucking clean. Yeah. And the cleaners are like, Are you okay in here? I'm just like, Yeah. I just, oh, God. I just got a handful of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they're on about calling a doctor. I oh, finish wiping my ass. It's not quite clean, but I'm like, I don't care. I got to get out of here because yeah, there's yeah. a doctor coming. I don't need a doctor to check on me. <laughs> I'm out there, like, scrubbing my fucking hand with a wire brush to get all this shit off. Yeah. i like, running outside. We gotta go! Quick, get in the van! <laughs> and, like, we all drive off. Some other stuff happens, but, like, I can't remember all of it. There was people waiting outside for us and all sorts. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that's all to do with, like, apparently, that's my brain's way of telling me that, like, I feel, um, what was it, like, unclean. Right, okay. And... I got it down on my phone somewhere because, yeah. Uh, it's, it's got all sorts of fucking meanings. <sighs> but yeah, naturally I woke up and wanted to know what dreaming about yeah. not being able to wipe my own ass probably meant. Yeah. 
because I don't know, I couldn't just palm it off as a dream and just be all like, oh, that was a weird dream. I was covered in shit and come wipe my ass. No, I had to like look into it, see what it meant. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I get it, you know, I'd be curious too, I guess. I just got a curious, when it comes to like people, I've just got a curious brain as to how people work. I swear I missed my calling. I should have been some sort of like psychologist, psychoanalysis, you know, yeah. not a fucking refrigeration a guy. Poo dream expert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's my. I should like. I wonder if the Open University does courses on dream analysis, and I'll become a dream expert. I doubt they get paid very much. Yeah, no, I can't imagine I they do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like part of like some sort of mental process. I'm sure it is. I don't know how legit the science is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your career. Yeah, yeah. Throw away your reasonably well-paid job for follow your dreams. Well, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, the dream dreams are weird. But yeah, I tend now. to overanalyze what is in my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you dream like that, I mean, who can blame you? You know. Exactly. It's it's just curiosity. I do mean, you know, who doesn't want to know what having other people's shit on your hand means? subconsciously yeah. I mean I can't remember what it means either <laughs> see this is the thing right I look into all this stuff cleaning a vagina with a toothbrush yeah. shitty hands can't yeah. wipe my bum what does it all mean and then I forget <laughs> it's like it's all relevant anyway I mean it all seems to be focused on the one area as well <laughs> yeah it's yeah. all downstairs yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah I've only just made the connection between the toothbrush and cleaning the vagina and not being able to clean my own ass. yeah there's a connection there between yeah, those two yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Maybe nobody's clean. Yeah, maybe eyes. I should start keeping like a dream journal and then I can try yeah. and draw these connections. Yeah, totally, yeah. I mean, it'll drive you fucking mental, but... <laughs> yeah, I should be sitting there spouting absolute fucking nonsense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know what this means, this yeah. means this. I think you just bought a Snickers, that's all it was. Yeah, yeah. Ah, but the Snickers symbolises my lack of faith in humanity. Does it? I mean, it's just a fucking Snickers. Yeah, a bit of a stretch, but... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, amazing. Fucking dreams. Uh, yeah, you've been watching anything else? Uh, no. No? Can't think of anything. I, uh, <clears throat> I dipped into the Final Destination series recently. Okay. Again, watched them all, because I think I gave up on the last few that came out. Yeah. Um, I'm still not a massive fan. Yeah, I was not really big into the Final Destination films. Uh, it's really bizarre because on paper, the concept... Yeah, the concept's great, yeah. And when you think about it in terms of in relation to other horror movies, why does anybody watch a slasher movie? Well, it's to watch people get murdered. Yeah. So I should be interested in people being murdered in these Final Destination movies. Yeah. Because you have the the event, which is usually your over the top uh, mass murder yeah. event, yeah. Um, followed by several interesting ways of people actually kicking the bucket. Yeah, I don't know. I, by the time I got again to like the third one, I was just like, "Oh, come on, man!" Yeah, yeah. Power through. <laughs> you can do it. It's a tired concept by that point, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I also watched. Uh, which I, I'm i guessing I'm going to go on record as saying 
The Comer rewatch, my score might differ greatly. Okay. Um, but at the time, I was very much uh, excited for the film. Okay. And that was Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay. Um, I watched Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, I almost fell asleep. I almost did a Sleepy Dave thing and, like, right towards the end, started nodding off. Oh, I get it. We're bringing Sleepy Dave into it. <laughs> sleepy Dave. God damn it. It's like a Sleepy Dave move. Yeah, That's yeah. it. It's like the style of film watching. Uh... You missed, like, the last 10 minutes and go, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, really Except, good, yeah. Uh, I missed the last, like, 10 what minutes happened? or so. What happened in the conclusion of the film? <laughs> yeah. I missed the climax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no man I dug it I uh, I watched it with the kiddies yeah as soon as it became like available I was like right that's it we're gonna watch Godzilla vs. Kong nice. um, <sighs> Godzilla when I went to watch that in the cinema I quite enjoyed it I don't know what you thought of Godzilla the one with Brian Cranston that's the one yeah didn't really, didn't really like the yeah. photo of me you know Again, when I watched it in the cinema, I was like, this is great. And then when I watched it after, I was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's, it's not as good as I thought it was. Yeah. Um, Kong Skull Island, have you seen that one? Apparently, I have. I We talked about this right. a couple of episodes ago, and I said I hadn't seen it. But Amy's insistent that I have. I can't remember anything about it, from all, in, right. in all fairness. But I, I fucking it. loved Kong Skull Island. Yeah. I thought Kong Skull Island was insane, yeah. like amazing. Um then you had Godzilla's King of Monsters, which I got. I'm gonna have to watch again because I I watched it. I remember sitting here watching it, but I, I don't I don't really remember giving a shit or caring <laughs> too much about it when I was watching it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah. But anyway, Godzilla versus Kong. I was like, okay, I'm well hyped for this. I'm more of a Kong guy. Yeah. I like Kong, yeah. and like. They were saying about there will be one clear victor. Okay. And I was like, oh, it's going to be fucking Godzilla in it. It's yeah. going to fucking be Godzilla. Yeah. Let's not beat around the bush. But I mean, I'm going to watch to see because I still want to see. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, um, it's one of those, I don't know, it, story wise, I mean, there's enough of there to basically string a fucking movie together. Mm. But, I mean, I don't give a fuck about the story. You could just put Kong fighting Godzilla on the screen for fucking... Well, that's what you're there for. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and, yeah, no, it, the fight scenes look good. Um, the way the film shot, there's a lot of neon and stuff in it, so it looks really cool. Yeah. The, the way they link a couple of bits is a bit shitty, but, like, I really had a good time watching it. I enjoyed it. Um but it's one of those ones where I think I'll go back and I'll start picking flaws in it once I go yeah. back and watch yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, did you ever watch Training to Busan? No. Uh, it's quite a good zombie movie, new one. Okay. Um, I say new one, it was out a couple of years ago. It yeah. did really well to the point where they did like an animated prequel oh, okay. and a sequel yeah. called Peninsula. Right. Um, I watched that recently. That was... Uh, good i enjoyed it um it was again a, i don't know it was a bit of a weird one because train to busan essentially they're just on the train and there's zombies and all the rest of it yeah. whereas this one um they've been evacuated from the island and they send some people back there to try and take some money away from the island yeah. so it's full of zombies there's like lots of car chases and stuff but it's yeah. like really cgi heavy okay yeah 
to the point where like I don't know it's almost trashy yeah 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 but like I enjoyed it um but the other film I really want to talk about which I thought was absolutely fucking batshit insane yeah. and fucking loved um in a really bizarre like it's not it's not what I'm going to recommend that like most people check out but if you like your cheesy fucking shitty grubby like horror movies yeah. um I drink your blood okay. which is basically um a band of sort of satanists roll into this like um desolate town that's like gone next to nobody living there anymore yeah. and after a young girl from the village the town witnesses them doing their little satanic ritual mm-hmm. and they cotton on she runs away they capture a raper right um she ends up obviously in a sort of almost vegetative state the people in the town want to know what's going on and then these hippies satanic hippies fucking turn up so the girl is able to identify him but like the police sort of there's almost no police presence in the town it's sort of a self-governed little thing and the people the men are busy working up at the mine and all the rest and it turns into like this insane rabid fucking fest of like crazy hippies versus crazy locals like murdering each other and stuff and yeah. it's it's nuts um and i gotta be honest i wasn't expecting much i was like oh it's one of those grindhouse films okay here we go yeah yeah but like i don't know i really dug it I it was fucking bonkers sweet yeah so i'm well keen yeah i'm well keen to dip into that for an episode at a later date yeah sweet um yeah, when was that? It's like 1970s, so not quite as old as Dracula, but again... Yeah, yeah still pretty old. <laughs> uh, what have you been reading lately, Dave? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I'm going to say nothing in preparation for our upcoming Deathside Press readathons. So, I was sort of thinking about this beforehand, and we're going to... I thought it might be a good idea, like an interesting thing to do where we start like a book club. Yeah. And what we'll do is like every episode we'll suggest the book that we're going to read next. That yeah. gives you, the listener, a chance if you want to read said book to pick it up in whichever shape, way, shape or form you want. Yeah. Read along. We'll have a quick like sort of review in the next episode mm-hmm. followed by the next suggestion. And use this as a ways and means of me achieving my goal of 100 books this year and as a ways and means of getting Dave to read something so we've got something to talk about. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> and um, luckily for us, we've kindly been offered some material from Death's Head Press, um, which we will give more information on at a later date. Yep. But... Um, at the moment, we're sort of still ironing out how we're going to go about doing it hmm. and all the rest. So for now, um, yeah, we're sort of waiting to, to get started. Yeah. But yeah. at the moment, you're not reading anything, so that's good. It means you're ready to dive I right am, in. Ready. And I am currently in the process of reading the next S. Craig Zala okay. uh, book. So... For anybody that missed our Bone Tomahawk episode, 
S. Craig Zala is the writer, director, composer, all this other fucking stuff. Uh, I'm currently reading The Slanted Gutter. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to read a bit out of the back when it goes about the author, right? Okay. So, um, so outside of his, like, a congregation of jackals, mean business on North Granson Street, Corpus Chrome Inc., uh, Wraiths of a Broken Land, Hug Chick Penny. Uh, forbidden surgeries of the hideous Dr. Divinus, which I haven't read yet because it's not out. Well, I can't get hold of it anyway. Uh, some of his books, he's it's like, oh, he's won this award for this and this and other, right? Blah, blah, blah. This guy, he's like, he does everything. His fucking films, right? So you've got Bone Tomahawk, yeah, fucking Brawling Cell Block 99, Dragged Across Concrete. His films have been added to the permanent collection at the Museum of Modern Art in New York City, right? So he's won. God knows how many fucking awards for this stuff. Blah, 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 blah. And now they, like, add it to the permanent collection. Okay. But also, Zala has released three albums with his doomy epic metal band, Rem... Realm... Realm Builder. <clears throat> Realm Builder. Realm Builder. Right. Do you need to roll the R's when you say it? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. It's just got a one R, yeah, okay. but I do like to roll yeah. my R's. Um... In which he sings and plays drums. And a pair of black metal platters with Charnel Valley. And he co-composed the soundtrack to all three of his movies, two of which contain original songs that were performed by soul music legends The OJs and Butch Tavers. I'm going to guess and butcher his name. Cool. So I I know I keep harping on about how fucking much I got a boner for this guy, but like, he does it all. He's (laughs) like everything. Yeah. Um... Yeah, currently reading his new one. Nice. Uh, it's pretty good. I say this is his new one. It's the one that I haven't fucking read. It might not be his new one. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one I'm reading at the moment about a guy that essentially runs high-end fucking prostitutes, strip clubs, um, gambling dens, and he gets in a bit of bother. It's just like a crimey one. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it. Sweet. Yeah, I'm dipped into his books yet, but... Obviously, because I'm reading the fucking thing in ages. Yeah, but I will. Oh, I definitely reckon if um, Bone Tom Hawk tickled your fancy, some of his Western stuff is definitely worth checking out. Like yeah. a Congregation of Jackals is fucking great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm well happy to do that for sort of book club. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, again, book club is something that like we want you to take part in. So if you've got something that you would like us to take on in our book club. Um, we'll, we'll put up a post and by all means yeah. recommendations very much welcome yeah totally um, obviously I, I don't want some fucking epic like the stand that's going to take me two months to read <laughs> not two we want something that's going to be a relatively quick turnaround page turner yeah, yeah. Um, I mean I'm not opposed to doing some fucking epic it just yeah. means that we might be a bit delayed in our book club review yeah 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 um, and stuff that's easy to get hold of, or relatively easy to get hold of, mm. would be a bonus. Yeah, definitely. If you're an author out there that wants us to check out your stuff and you're happy to, you know, send us a copy for us to do review bit on, yeah, then, sure. I don't know, we'll cut that, we'll wait until we got some fucking stuff, and yeah. we'll fucking yeah. plug it on the actual post. Um, Sounds good. But yeah, book club. Join the book club. Read book some stuff. Club. It's good for you. Reading's important. I yeah. learned how to speak English by reading. <laughs> Well done, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm so good. My words, so good. 
I do good words. You do you do, do good words, man. Yeah. <laughs> Real good words. I do good words. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> awesome. Let's jump into our Instagram filler. Right. <clears throat> oh, speaking of Instagram filler, I'm going to put a post up on Instagram later yeah. about um, we host our podcast through Anchor. And Anchor currently have a feature up where... You can leave us a message. You can record yourself asking us something, telling us something, promoting something, wherever the fuck. And we can include that in our episode. So if you want to hear your voice on our podcast, almost like you're a part of it, because technically you will be a part of it, because we'll be putting you as part of it. Um, Then we're going to look into putting this message thing up and see if people want to sort of take part. But the, the sort of... The train of thought at the moment is that we'll just put it up as a post like a day or two before you record, mm. reminding you to leave us a message. Um, and then on the day of recording, we're just going to play the messages and answer the questions. So we're not going to have any pre-planned fucking answers. So we're just going to dive in. And if your question's a bag of balls and doesn't like, I don't know, it's something stupid like, uh, would I rather have sex with fucking uh, a panda or a fucking polar bear? Uh, I don't know. That might make the cut. That might be an interesting question. They probably would make the cut, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't know. We're, we're not opposed to silly questions, yeah. but I don't want, like, I don't know. What's your favourite colour? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, that's something we're toying with the idea of because I thought it would be really cool because I know there's, there are various people that keep sort of um engaging with us on that front um so i don't know it's a might be a nice way of including you more people can like i don't know hear your voice i mean i especially want to hear for you if you've got like delicious sexy sultry tones and you're (laughs) well spoken male or female works for me as long as you've got a good voice as long as you sound like barry white then you're good (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and yeah, we, we might dip into that and try that. But for now, this is this week's uh, Instagram filler questions. Yeah. So last episode, we discussed um, our love for Arctangent Festival. Yeah. And they got me on a bit of a like, oh man, I really fucking miss like festivals yeah. and music and stuff. So I was thinking, oh, okay, there's my fucking question. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite slash worst gig? <clears throat> So, Dave, what would you say is one of your personal favourites? Ooh, there's a few, man. Like, the Every Time I Die gig in the Globe. That was one of my favourites because that was just so fucking intense. Um, despite us having, like, seen them, what, how many times? Five, six? Yeah. Seven times? Like, yeah, several times yeah, before yeah. that point. Yeah. But, yeah, that one was in such a small space and it was just mental. And, yeah, I love that. Or, and it's, this is a band that, like, I checked out a couple of songs before we went to see them, and I've not really dipped into them much since, but the gig was just amazing. Um was Cerebral Ballsy. Right. In the Welsh Club. And there was, what, 20 people there? Something like yeah, that. that was insane. Yeah. But it was such a good gig. Like, I mean, that gig, the... <clears throat> so, for those who don't know... Uh, Welsh Club is a relatively small, we're talking a couple of hundred downstairs, 
and a few more hundred up top. Like yeah. I wouldn't even say a thousand people. It's no, like no, maybe two hundred capacity down yeah. the bottom. Maybe, maybe five hundred up top. Oh, I'd, I I don't know. Maybe three, four. I'd say maybe. Yeah, uh, but they played downstairs. They played to even a smaller crowd. Hmm. And like it was almost empty. Yeah. Um, they were like, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 people in there. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, for those who are not familiar with Cerebral Ballsy, they like this, what would you say, hardcore punk? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think they're fucking great. Again, um, I think the time we saw them before that was they were supporting off yeah, in that's Bristol. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so we went to this gig and. Um, yeah, it was just fucking ins- like the energy for even yeah, from yeah. like you would think that like a band that turns up and there's nobody there gonna put on like a half ass fucking show, yeah, but like they still threw out that fucking energy mm. and like yeah. they got it back tenfold from like oh, man, yeah. the bare minimum crowd. Like, yeah. I haven't like moshed, yeah, pogoed, whatever the fuck you want to call it, got involved yeah. with the dance scene at a gig. For, at this point, I don't know, almost like ten plus years. Yeah, yeah. Occasionally like, you'll go like. Occasionally we'll all be at the back and you go hold my coat and then you go in for like five minutes and come back outside. <laughs> yeah, I might go in for a little, yeah, yeah. little jiggle now and back out. Yeah, yeah. But again, I don't know. But there was something that night where I think you'd gone to the toilet and I was just like, Do you know what? Yeah. Fuck this! I'm getting stuck in. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking. The energy was just there. Yeah. yeah. And I just got involved, and I got all hot and sweaty, and remembered why I don't get in pits because, like, I was like fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I think like we were smashed as well. Yeah. You know? It was like one of the rare gigs where we both actually got drunk for, and yeah, it was yeah. just it was so good. Well, I was wondering about this. I was thinking about like <clears throat> some of my favorite concerts, hmm. and they're ones where either I've been really hyped to fucking go. Yeah. So, for example, one of my favourites was Slayer in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time we yeah. ever saw Slayer. Fact, that was good, yeah. Um, but, like, we'd seen Slayer after that loads of times. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they played better sets, yeah. better gigs, yeah. much bigger venues, all the rest. But there was something about that anticipation of it yeah. was, like, a massive event. Yeah, yeah. Like, we went all the way to London but at like, a young, relatively young age. Yeah, that's it. It's because, like, we were, we were young we just got into Slayer and we just discovered like God Hates Us All and we thought it was the best thing on earth and it was the yeah. God Hates Us All tour yeah. and like we were right at the front like literally like one of the few, first people in there we were like just up the front for the entire gig and we've we've never done that since you know what I mean? No, no I, I don't think I've ever been that excited since yeah. for a gig yeah, yeah. but I was, I was wondering about like how that sort of affects your your perception of a gig mm. is like the energy that comes off it so again the Every time I die gig, yeah. I mean the fucking in, insane that yeah. show was like a tiny venue, yeah. people jumping off. So the globe has got like um, a bottom floor stairs that come up around the side yeah. and go up top. There were people jumping off the upper balcony down, yeah. which is a fair fucking yeah, drop. Yeah. It's a fair whack, like. onto people. Yeah. You had people climbing the fucking speakers, mm. stacks of speakers yeah. to jump off. Yeah. The place is manned like by maybe I don't know six security guards. Yeah, yeah. Being in mind, two of which are on the door. Yeah, there's no barrier to the stage. But the security just gave up. Like they just couldn't couldn't control it. They just it. couldn't fathom what the yeah, fuck yeah, was yeah. going yeah. on. Usually they host like power eighties power ballad yeah, evenings, yeah. and all of a sudden they've got this <laughs> fucking band on. I know all these kids just go fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, yeah. the. The sort of other ones that spring to memory that like really blew me away. Mm. 
was Gallows in TJ's in yes, Newport. That was a good one. Because yeah. that was another one where the energy there was yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I got a bit in that one. Still, <laughs> yeah. that thing opened up and everybody yeah. was just everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And the other one, the really blew me, and still to this day, like, I'm somewhat shocked when I think about it. Yeah. Was tool at download? Yes, man. Yeah, and like I've got a photo somewhere that I took on my phone, but we're talking download is like what hundred and something capacity, thousand capacity. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Tool headlined the main stage on the fucking Friday. Yeah, it all you could see was bodies yeah. for as far as the eye could fucking see. Tool come on and start playing, and it's just like this unison of thousands of fucking tens, hundred, yeah. you know, thousands of people, yeah. just all fucking sort of nodding yeah, at the yeah. same fucking like yeah. oh, as far as the eye could see, it was oh, magic. So good, like yeah, they was doing the Lateralis tour. Yeah. So Lateralis had just come out, and Lateralis is such a good fucking album. It's but like that, fun. yeah, that was such a mind blowing experience, like. Um. So. In terms of our worst gig, what was what would you say was the worst gig you've ever been to? Um, I'm struggling with this one, man. Like, we saw Slipknot in the Motor Point, the CIA, whatever it's called these days. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, and the the Motor Point man is such a shit venue. Like, it's such an awful venue. The sound of it is terrible. Like, this comes up in one of our uh, Instagram answers to yeah. our question. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's just a awful venue. Like, and we were still queuing when I the main draw for me that night was Behemoth. They were supporting. We were still queuing when Behemoth were playing. Like, it's, yeah, I, it's I don't understand why the urgency is with that. You got these people who've paid money to come to the show. Yeah. Why they have to start the bands early? Yeah. When there's people still waiting to get in. Yeah. Wait till people get in. <clears throat> I mean, if that's the case, open the doors earlier. Yeah. What's yeah. the worst that's gonna happen? Exactly. People are gonna buy beers. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. They're gonna make money. They're gonna buy those overpriced beers yeah um, <laughs> but yeah like that's one I mean I'm sure there are more like yeah. bands are sort of disappointed and um, haven't sort of lived up to the to the hype uh, but I'm struggling man you know there's been too many good ones like I said most of the time you go there you go in there for a good time yeah. to hang around with other people and have yeah. a few beers yeah. so it always turns into a good night even yeah. if it's a shit show yeah um, but I think the one I remember the most as being the most disappointing was also the gig where I stopped going into pits for a long time. (laughs) Um, uh, For those people who don't know, I'm quite a big mush in as much as like, I don't know, I'm six foot two and I'm not a fucking skinny mini. I got a bit of fucking beef to me. Um, By beef, I don't mean like I lift weights. I just mean I'm a chunky monkey. (laughs) But <laughs> um, so uh, there was a Taste of Chaos tour, yeah. Which, for those not familiar with like Taste of Chaos, I don't know. Back in these days, it was quite like um, I don't want to say like emo bands, but that kind of crowd. It was yeah. it was aimed at the younger kids. Um, but Gallows were hot shit, and I went to like every Gallows show I could fucking go to because it was always one hell of a fucking show. Yeah. Like the energy was insane. Yeah. And we went there, and I think I had to sit through like loads of different bands. I think the headline act was like the used. Okay. Which uh, I'm not really a fan of. I like, I don't know. I don't mind a couple of bits, I suppose, but like they've never been like a main draw they fall for me. They into like the emo category for me, you know? 
Yeah, it's, it's not something I've really dipped into. I was I was this for the gallows. I yeah. was ready to fucking get my gallows filled for the evening. Mm. And uh, I don't know, it was just a completely different show because it was a massive stage. So like, there was that stage presence that they usually had. Yeah. Um, they started belting out the tunes. I found out where the little pit was. I was going to go for my little shuffle. Yeah. And I'm in there and I'm having a little shuffle, and then I realised that like I'm sort of dancing on my own. And like I don't know, I must have been like eighteen, twenty, yeah. and like all the twelve plus year old kids around me have obviously got out of the way because I'm that guy. I'm the big old <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking fucker that's coming in and like, yeah. and I just like walked off just like soul destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like never went in a pit for years until that cerebral ballsy gig yeah, that we yeah. just mentioned. Oh, I just felt awful that like I'm now that old guy that yeah. frightens children at yeah. gigs. Yeah. I didn't want to be that guy anymore. Yeah. And I, I'm, but, I'm like what, five, seven wet. And yeah. Like, <laughs> so, for me, it was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna go in there and get hurt anymore. I'm too old for shit. Okay, so we got uh, Madam Mim says, for me, the venue plays a big part. Yeah. Which I think we just yeah, covered yeah. with the, the sort of CIA. Mm. Um, worst venues for me: CIA, Brixton yeah. Academy, Cardiff's Uni, Great Hall. I'd agree with CIA and Brixton. We didn't we see Masters on there? I was gonna say I think that was where like Dylan just sounded dreadful. Yeah, Dylan just sounded fucking horrible in there. <laughs> but it was really bizarre because I think we were stood one place and Red Fang sounded yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think like gone for a fag, come back in. Yeah. Dylan just spot. sounded dreadful. Yeah, yeah. Awful. <laughs> fucking terrible. And then we went somewhere else and Mastodon sounded sort of alright. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a weird one. Yeah. And um, I, I, I quite like the Great Hall. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I never really had any shoes with it, you know? Uh, I'm trying to think, like, the last people I watched in the Great Hall, it might have been, like... Oh, it can't be. I think it can't be that fucking glass jaw napalm death one, was it? That was years ago. That was a few years ago, yeah. That was a good gig, though, one. That was really Yeah, that was a good kick. Yeah. Um, Zombie Kelly says, uh, first time, so first gig... Uh, I saw Clutch in nineteen ninety three supporting Biohazard wow. in Bogies. Fucking hell! I was <laughs> <Yeah>. eleven. It's <laughs> a fucking show. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. Holy shit! Worst anything in Motorpoint. Yeah. Uh, Cardiff sounds like a sword fighting, uh, sorting fighting in a tin bath. Yeah, yeah, no. Sword fighting in a tin bath. Yeah, it yeah. does sound it fucking does dreadful. Dreadful, yeah. Uh, Pudding and Pears says she got proposed to at a gig. That was pretty memorable. That was an Alkaline Trio gig, if was, I remember yeah, correctly. Bristol. Yeah, I was there for that one. That was quite good. <laughs> uh, um, 80s Horror Kid with a double D. Um, his account is awesome, by the way. You should go yeah. check out his stuff. Uh, Monarch playing in a kitchen. Oh, nice. Which I can only imagine was insane. Yeah, totally. Um, and last, but by no means least, Morbid Die says, far too many to pick from, so I'll just give you the weirdest. Mm. Right said Fred in Ebervale Garden Festival in 92. Back it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fucking yeah, weird. it's out there, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, he also says, I've been to hundreds of metal gigs over the years, been to uh, Wacken, Waken. Back in, yeah. 
back in a few times. Used to hit Bloodstock every year. Yeah. Seen a ton of power metal stuff and tra- thrash stuff. Too many to listen, but on the same hand, he's also seen the Supremes minus Diana Ross. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing the Supremes. Yeah, I'd watch them. I'm not so sure about Right Said Fred, but. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> not for you. Yeah, no, not for me. I think I know one song, anyway, you know. <laughs> Have they only got the one song? I don't know. Well, to fill out a gig, I'm assuming they didn't just play the same song over and over again. Like. Yeah, man, got to be. Well, if it's at one of those like Festival Park things, they've only got like a 20-minute set, haven't they? Yeah, true. You can drag it up for 20 minutes, I guess. So what have they got? I'm Too Sexy. Yeah. So they come out and they, they maybe open or close with that, I would have guessed. Yeah, yeah. Get the crowd pumped in it. Um, I'm curious now to see what their other hits are. Have you got right. like 15 albums? <laughs> Said Fred, I'm too sexy. You're my mate. Don't talk, just kiss. Your inner light is love. That's the latest release. They're still releasing stuff. Oh. That was released this, released this year. Oh, wow. Right, said Fred, still fucking going. We still got a chance to go see him yet, Dave. Yay. <laughs> to this point, at this point, though, I've been devoid of live music for so long. I think that I'd, you know, I'd take a ticket. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Go anywhere right yeah, now. Exactly. Oh, I'm going to be here in live music, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, thank you once again for those who uh, partook of our yeah. Instagram questions. Cheers out. Um, yeah, well, I'll try and think of something interesting to ask. I don't know, I'm struggling to ask interesting questions. I mean, it's like, okay, well, what do I ask? Uh, who's your favourite a horror movie bad guy yeah, yeah. I don't know I'm trying to keep like interesting questions yeah what about chits or chits or chips tits or chips that's quite an interesting question maybe I mean, I'll put that out next time I mean it's just a one word answer though isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean maybe I'll ask him to elaborate on it it's, yeah, it's yeah, bit, yeah. No. I need justification because yeah, I mean it's obviously tits <laughs> I just need justification yeah. as to why it's tits. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it's a bit of a boring <coughs> segment. This week on Instagram filler, the question you've all been dying to ask: tits or chips? And Kelly got... says tits. <laughs> <laughs> the count comes in at zero for chips, several for tits. Yeah. <laughs> There's a surprise. Um, yeah, no, I don't. This, uh... yeah. Uh, maybe we'll just do an ask us anything fucking section and then yeah. you know, we'll do that for a change for yeah, a filler good. yeah um, marvellous thanks once again for everybody taking part much appreciated um, yeah if you're interested in leaving us a voice message so we can put on an episode let us know mm. and uh, yeah we'll do something with that yeah and I will put the details up on Instagram I guess on how to do it yeah Sweet. sounds like a plan I think we'll just put a link up and send that through yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you've got to like sign up to Anchor which mm. is just like email address and username yeah um, if that's too much effort for you then just send me a fucking voice message on Instagram and I'll try and figure out some way of fucking doing something I don't yeah. know I'm sure you can download it and then send it across yeah exactly uh, marvellous right then should we get on to this week's this week's this episode I keep saying this week like with yeah, that organised like, yeah. episode a week yeah yeah this this episode this episode so we'll get on to Dracula shall we let's do it okay so way way back when before you were born and before your mum and dad were born yeah. and possibly even before your grandparents were born quite possibly there was a film 
called Dracula. <laughs> There's a bunch of other stuff as well, but Dracula also came out around that time. Yeah. So yeah, 1931. It's yeah. the Bela Lugosi um, incarnation of Dracula, also starring Helen Chandler and David Manners, and a bunch of other people doing stuff. Doing stuff. Um, <clears throat> I mean... How much of this do we really need to go into? Like, you're all gonna be familiar with the Dracula theme by now. We know yeah. who Dracula is. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a variation on the story, though, isn't it? You know, it's like this one. He's gone to London, um, and he's bought somewhere next to an asylum. Whereas the, I think in the book as well, he is Harker goes to Transylvania, and tries to, and he's there in the castle, and he's locked up in the castle, and he's told through his diaries. And I, this yeah, was, sorry. So this is one of the things I was going because you've read the Dracula yeah, book, yeah, haven't yeah. you? I haven't read it, so okay. I was going to ask you about like the comparisons between the two. So the only other like Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula that I can draw from is the Francis Ford Coppola movie. Okay. Um, where you do see in the. Jonathan Harker is kept prisoner for a bit longer. Yeah. <clears throat> but in this one, they changed the narrative somewhat. Yeah, yeah. So Jonathan Harker comes to... As Renfield the, goes to Transylvania. Yeah, in this incarnation. Yeah. Um, which isn't the same as the book. The yeah. book is Harker goes, Harker right? Goes, yeah. As far as I can remember, it's been years and years, man, but as far as I remember, yeah. it's Harker goes to Transylvania... And the novel is essentially told through Harker's diaries, um, as he's held writing captive. back to Lucy, as he's held captive. Yeah, essentially. Cool. So yeah, one of the things I will say about this is it's very streamlined. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this is a clear example of like early days of filmmaking. Yeah. Still, um, I wouldn't say finding their feet because it does. It, the film moves along as it should. Yeah. Tells a very simple, clear-cut story for everybody to follow. No, like, overly convoluted bits. I think the change between having uh, Jonathan and Renfield, mm. that swap is just to make the film move along at a quicker pace yeah, and yeah. be much more simple to understand. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, I mean, Renfield is a character in the Dracula lore and he is insane and he eats like flies and stuff and he's in yeah. most of the incarnations of the Dracula story I can't remember what his role was in the in the novel but right. the guy who played Renfield Renfield in this version was amazing I love this guy <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of really good people in this yeah. um, like I said you got Lugosi plays you know Dracula I mean yeah. it's quite an iconic role for him at the time yeah it's one of those difficult things looking back on it now is almost the whole thing is almost quite campy. Mm. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, it's not what you would come to sort of think of as horror, not even as, you know, going by today's standards for even going back like a generation. Mm. Yeah. You know, at this point, I mean, that's the thing is because it's so old, it's now classic cinema. Yeah, exactly. You know, rather than horror, rather than a genre film, it's a classic cinema film. Cinema, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's moves along, nice steady pace. Um, it's one of those things where, again, 
it's amazing to think how far films sort of come oh, yeah. in terms of this is a Dracula novel, mm. uh, novel story. Yeah, but there's no blood. Yeah, no. <laughs> You don't see any blood. <laughs> yeah. There's no blood on the screen whatsoever. Yeah. Um, in terms of corpses and stuff, I don't think we get to see a great deal. No. Um, so it's quite it's quite tame in that sense. Sorry, folks, we had a slight technical issue um, where my internet cut out. So we were talking about Dracula. Some stuff was said prior to this yeah. uh, that we're not sure what was said. So let's just let's just fucking blaze through it. So Dracula, yep, happens. Guy goes to the castle, goes fucking mad. Dracula comes to London, does his thing, lives right next to one in that house. You've got the greatest possible Cockney actor of all time sitting in there working in the place. The most Cockney man on earth. He was genius. Ooh, I don't think we realised like he was working in a spooky movie, yeah. and like Renfield keeps escaping, and how, he's all like, "Like, how does Renfield <laughs> keep on getting out?" Do you know what I mean, it's like, do they not I lock his door? Know. Do they just like, is he no just like loose? Creepy fucking Renfield being let out by Drac, yeah. sneaking around like a bat. Um, speaking of which, <laughs> the bats, bat. bats are amazing. <laughs> um, oh, again, you know. We're talking about a film that's 90 years old. Yeah. There's no CGI bats in this shit. Yeah. There's a rubber bat and a string. It's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it works. It works for <laughs> what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... You can tell it's a bat. Yeah, at this point, I, like I said previously, I was watching it with my kid. And he was like, that's not a real bat. And I was like, no, nope. no, son, you're right. There's no flies on you. Well done. <laughs> But at the same time, trying to get him to appreciate some classic cinema. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Cockney guy, he's amazing. Um, he's like overly enthusiastic about everything he's saying. Yeah. And he, you know, oh, cool, blimey, Gavi, go out again, you little rapscallion. Yeah. Meanwhile, Renfield's uh, just there chewing the scenery. Like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, he's great. Renfield's great. Yeah. Dracula's great. Yeah, the ghost of Dracula is amazing. Like the. Every now and again, or I think it's every time he speaks to somebody, he'll like the camera will just sort of show a close-up shot of Lugosi's face, looking like he's about to ask what the rock is cooking. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah, it's just so good. Yeah, Lugosi's great. Um, the guy who plays Van Helsing is great. Mm, yeah. I mean, you all know how the story goes. The the one thing I will say that did throw me off a little bit is again. So this film is so, in terms of like how old it is, the credits are right at the start. Yeah. So as the film comes to its climactic end, mm. we don't actually get to see the climactic end as such. It's all done off screen, yeah. sort of off shot, so you can't see it. Um, and it ends in such a bizarre manner where Lucy and Harker are ready to leave. Yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, oh, it's all done. No, thank goodness for that. Shall we leave, uh, Mr. Helsing? And he said, uh, you go ahead. I'm not coming yet. Oh, okay. And they walk off and the end comes up on the screen. Like, there's no explanation to why Van Helsing's hanging around. Yeah. He's just hanging around. And apparently I mean, he's, killed, he's killed Dracula off screen. Yeah. I, I mean, he killed Dracula off screen and now he's hanging around. I mean, I know what he's hanging around for. He's hanging around to cut his fucking head off. Yeah. Because he's obviously skewered him in the fucking stake and now he's going to take his head off. But we're talking about a film that was, you know, shot so long ago, they couldn't even mention 
no. taking his head off. Yeah, no. Like, uh, it's far too. We can't can't possibly mention the decapitation, even though it's the end of the movie and we won't see anything. But the very notion that we're going to decapitate somebody, who, um, yeah, yeah, no blood, no decapitation, no, no. gore. No. Um, classic cinema. I enjoyed it. I did. I I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's it's different, man. Isn't it, you know, and it's like a lot different from the stuff that we normally cover. Because we normally like, you know, our, our bar is quite low <laughs> in terms of what we normally cover. You could almost call this artistic, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, definitely. Worth. Um, one of the interesting things you said, again, we were talking about before this, when you said about the lack of music. Yeah, yeah. It's because um, audiences weren't used to it. So they thought they might throw people off. That's how all this film crazy. is. Yeah. The idea of not putting in dramatic music mm. or even like a theme song or background music yeah. was so far in a concept it wasn't done yeah it's nuts Madness. Amy's brother was telling me the other day that he went to see um, a, sh- a screen in the film with an orchestra right so there's an orchestra like obviously providing the background music for the scenes and that sounds yeah. amazing yeah they do. Um, they quite often do that for stuff like Jaws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, yeah, I'm well keen for something like that. Yeah, totally. Um, and Prince Charles Cinema should be open before long as well. So I'm looking forward to like doing some sort of bizarre video all night or in there. Yeah, man, totally. <laughs> well, yeah, that was yeah, Dracula, I think. I mean, yeah. it's a bit of a tricky one to sort of go into too much great detail about because everybody's familiar with the story. Um. I don't know. I don't, uh, some stuff, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, it's got a 7.5 on IMDb. We'll say that. 7.5? 7.5, yeah. You thought it'd be higher, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. It's it's a great film. Like, it's, obviously, it's a lot different. A lot, like, obviously, it's different to the stuff that we normally cover. And like you said, it's not... It, it can barely be classed as a horror film anymore, you know? But yeah. it's... Um, Lugosi's fantastic in it, obviously. The guy who played Renfield's amazing. The, the Van Helsing is different to what I thought you would be. You know, you hear Van Helsing, you think of this like badass vampire hunter, and he's just some old dude. But is Van Helsing in the books an old man or a oh, younger I, guy? I can't remember, man. It's been too long. Yeah. Because I'm wondering if that's just another thing where they've like, in order to Van Helsing to truly be able to go toe to toe with Drac, yeah. he's got to be young. Yeah. But again, in. Um, Francis Ford Coppola's fucking Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Um, Anthony Hopkins plays Van Helsing, oh, yeah. and Anthony Hopkins is old. Yeah, true. True, true. You just hung up on like um, Hugh Jackman as Van Helsing. When was Hugh Jackman Van Helsing? <laughs> In the film Van Helsing. Oh, I, <laughs> I think I was going it's from there. Like, yeah. There's like an anime, <laughs> I think, on Netflix at the moment about that. Plus, I'm actually playing a game called The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing at the minute. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's another Diablo-esque ARPG. Oh, I've seen these. Isn't there yeah. like two of them? Three of them, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, maybe, yeah, my concept of Van Helsing is skewed. <laughs> not, by, you wanna... not by Hugh Jackman, but <laughs> other stuff. You don't want an old man Van Helsing. You want it's a... not too much. Oh. I, I was just... It subverted my expectations, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy him as Van Helsing. I thought he was great. I thought he was great. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
in terms of, do you think there's like obviously a lot of these Universal monster movies have? I mean, they stand the test of time in terms of cinematic presence yeah. uh, and the knock-on effect. Mm. So, they again, I don't know the figures because I didn't do absolutely any research, but I'm guessing they did exceptionally well for Universal Studios. I'm guessing. Um, yeah. Because there are a great many sequels to a lot of these fucking films. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I'm wondering, would vampires? Let's just as we're talking Dracula. Do you think we'd still vampires would still be a sort of relevant today? I say relevant. Still be uh, the pop culture icon hmm. that it is. Without this film yes purely because there's this is not obviously the first incarnation of a vampire on film there was obviously Nosferatu before this in the 20s obviously Bram Stoker's Dracula came out in 80 it was released like 1890 odd I think 80, yeah, 1897 so I mean it's I think it would always be a pop culture thing you know we'd always have versions of Dracula and versions of vampires if not for this film. There wouldn't be as many spin-offs, I don't think. But yeah, I'm just wondering if Lugosi sort of made vampires yeah, maybe. cool and sexy. I mean, maybe he made that sort of... that version of Dracula, you know? Right. Like, maybe As I, say, he... I haven't seen Nosferatu or the 1800s Dracula either, so... Well, the 1800s Dracula was a novel, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they talk about a film that's fucking hell they made films that long ago I didn't think they were that old that's where the book came out man <laughs> yeah. fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm just wondering whether the idea of again because we're going back to um, the book being again relatively old at that point I'm just wondering whether Lugosi Almost in the same capacity as I'm trying to think of, like somebody else that's sort of taken the mantle of Arnie as Conan, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Another fifty years down the line, we'll get another Conan fucking reboot, probably. Yeah. Um, but like Arnie made Conan. Arnie is Conan. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, like it was Bella Lugosi's Dracula, like the gateway to like. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I get what you mean. Like, it's, it's quite possible because, I mean, would we have, say, for example, Christopher Lee's Dracula, if not for Bella Lugosi? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think vampires would still be there, but that sort of, that image of Dracula, the Bella Lugosi image of Dracula, you know, the slick back, black hair, the cape and all the stuff like that, maybe that wouldn't be as sort of big as it is today without this film definitely yeah sweet yeah man alright right. the next episode is going to be Frankenstein Frankenstein have you seen Frankenstein before I don't think I have no but again I've read the book like years and years ago I have not read the book on this one either it's one of those things right? I swear to fucking Christ I must have picked up <laughs> Three, four copies of both Dracula and Frankenstein. Like, right, I'm gonna fucking read it. Yeah. And then when it comes to trimming the fucking fat mm. on my books, when I'm like moving, I'm all like, well, I haven't read it yet. 
so I, I, maybe I, if I haven't read it yet, I'm not going to read it, am I? And it ends up going, and then I'm all like, okay, cool. I should really read Frankenstein and Dracula. Yeah. And then I fucking don't. Yeah. You probably like I said, I'm pretty really sure they're still in my to read pal somewhere. Yeah, no, they're um, definitely worth a read. Like, definitely. Well, obviously. I think Frankenstein, I'm sure I've seen it, but I'm not sure I was sober when I watched it the first time. Yeah. So there's this bit that I'm pretty sure I'm aware of. Like, I'm pretty sure I've seen this and Bride. I'm pretty sure I've seen Dracula before as well. But I think, again, it's one of those things where, like, I was absolutely fucking hammered. Mm. And I gone back to somebody's house and we've put something on and I've just sort of been pissed as a fart. Yeah. Watching it. But, um, yeah, yeah I I'm think I've seen Bride. Yeah. Fairly sure I've seen Bride. But, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to this one, man. Should be good. Cool. So, bumper. Bumper. Bumper demo take one. Well, this is the actual bumper, man. I'm going to use this. <laughs> <laughs> so, the episode is about finished, and uh, you're wondering what to do yourself. Well, you should come over and check us out on Instagram because that's where all the cool cast hang out. <laughs> Uh, find us at Groovy Ghoulies Podcast. That's at G R O V Y G H O U L I E S Podcast. I'm not going to spell podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I post like films and shit, and you can like answer our questions and possibly be in our episodes yes. for our Instagram to fill a bit. Yes, we don't have a Facebook anymore, which is no why Facebook, we've got a new bumper. No Twitter. Because that's for losers. The real cool kids are all hanging out on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. We don't do any other social medias, really. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Marvellous. Well, here we are. I hope this was too weird of a fucking episode. Yeah. Uh, thank you once again for joining us. Thank you all. And, uh, yeah. See you again soon. Bye-bye.